Today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by, this is our first music festival um, sponsor. So everybody knows about Woodstock. Um, so Woodstock is actually coming back thanks to a partnership with um, Woodstock. I guess it'd be like Woodstock's like son or something who would be like setting it up. Like, whoever, like James Woodstock or something is probably long gone. Uh, it's the... Know. It's the, the like um, the the son of the little baby bird from yeah from peanuts peanuts yeah exactly yeah. no yeah <laughs> um, so Woodstock is joining forces with the World Health Organization um, to present Corona Aid so um, all of the proceeds from ticket prices and everything uh, will go towards COVID awareness. Now this yep. is don't be yeah don't be confused this is not a virtual event this is in person mm-hmm. um, live from the uh, World Health Organization headquarters um, so we've in got, the ATL you know yeah that's a great location yeah so uh, I mean we have just we have all kinds of bands um, kind of some household names that just everybody knows so I mean let's just rattle them off. Uh, you're gonna see the Peaky Blinders. They're yep. gonna be there. Spelled P E E K Y. It's not to be confused with with the show. Yeah, right. The show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard They're diarrhea good. music is gonna be there. Ooh, can't miss. Can't miss They're that. Gonna be, um, they're gonna be their last too. their last EP was kind of shitty. I'll yeah. say it. But... <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly what they were going for. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, who else they got? Uh, kind of similar have... to them, we have CDP and the Crap Shooters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I heard that Just Drums is going to make an appearance. Ooh. So Just Drums, great band. Um, and uh, that's, that's a, I want to say that is like a, a trio, right? And yeah, it's a trio, drums. Just Drums. Okay. Yeah, so you got one person is on steel drums. Uh-huh. One person has like the electronic drum set that can do like the motorcycle sound effects. Nice. Um, Who else we got? Uh, Blink 183. (laughs) All the same same members, but they just wanted to make a new band. It's one better. Yeah, it's one better. It's one better. I actually Uh, heard that um, the Jeff Bezos project is going to be there. So that's (laughs) that's, that's his experimental band. It's Jeff Bezos, and he's got a Casio keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes it's for like a jazz song. Yeah. Is he it's, doing it's like soundscapes? Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Is he still yeah. doing like the blue blue man paint <laughs> yeah. too? Yeah, Jeff Bezos has joined the blue man group. Yeah. Okay. So it's a side project. Yeah, who else we got? Um uh, the good idea be... inspirers, a muse cover band. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> muse cover band. Okay. Now, uh, over on the country stage, you're also oh. getting double denim and the and the Texas tuxedos. Oh, my <laughs> <word>. <laughs> can't miss that one. Can't Definitely, miss. yeah. Can't Riley, miss. do you know? Are there any bands that you're you're a fan of that are going to be there? Um, a few of my favorites, like uh-huh. uh, Shouty Shouty. <laughs> shouty, okay. shouty. Yeah, all like right. Their last single. Or, yeah, they're I think good. It was just called Shout. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Three seconds to Midwest. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Any others that were? Who else um, we got? 
three backyardigans in a trench coat will be oh, there. Okay. Ooh, okay. Some for the kids. Yeah. Which also, three? Also, the cast of Glee. <laughs> oh. Which is oh, it's great. actually a, okay. it's the name of a trip hop producer. It's not the uh, actual <laughs> cast of Glee. <laughs> It's <laughs> actually not the actual cast of Glee. Okay. Right. I also heard um, Elvis, but more racist, is going to be there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can't miss that one. Yeah. I think uh, there's also going to be rapper Cherry Limeade making it. Oh, <laughs> Cherry Limeade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She miss... just actually kind of goes kind of pop in here and there. Yeah. Couple, yeah. Couple acts. Yeah. Well, Cherry Limeade kind of improves everything. Exactly. It's just yeah. a little bit of flavor. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, check out uh, Corona Aid. Um, also, Tiesto will be there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Can't miss Tiesto. Are there any other bands, or is that, does that about cover it? That's just it's day not a lot. One. They haven't released. Yeah, that's day just day two one. one. Yeah. one. <laughs> we are eagerly awaiting day the day two schedule. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, we're back once again. This is episode ninety nine. So next week we so got close. something. We're going to do something pretty cool for episode 100, but um, for now, we're going to be talking about some more, doing some more music discussion. So we got Georgia here, uh, Josh. Hey, we're doing the roll call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Riley we is had here, to change too. the seating chart, so. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ooh, I get to sit next to Riley now. <laughs> <laughs> Alex so, is already regretting the decision. <laughs> yeah. So pretty soon we're gonna be talking about some more music, some more good music, and um, but first we're gonna do some uh, headlines. So Josh, you want to start us off, and we can kind of trade off. Sure. For the, and, interest, uh, for the interest of time, we don't have to do the uh, like the okay. um, coming up with headlines on the spot thing, but. <laughs> Last time we've done it, so yeah, I'll do a headline, and if Alex has a headline about the same topic, yeah, he'll read his. But if yeah. he doesn't, he has to make one up, <laughs> yeah, on the spot, yeah, and not vice time, versa for me. It's t- kind of time confusing. It's kind of a peek behind time the curtain confusing. to the <laughs> yeah, exactly. The inner workings. Of yeah, how these are. Yeah, but sure, we can we can take a bye week yeah. uh, on that concept <laughs> for now. Yeah. Um. Okay. Experts say getting infected by the new Omicron subvariant is much like being catfished on Tinder. In her pics, she's a 10, but in person, she be a 5. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my word. (laughs) That's good. Um, I don't uh, have any headlines to kind of coincide with that. That's fine. I do have one about ESPN+. Plus. Okay. Um, so the price of ESPN Plus is about to go from six ninety nine to nine ninety nine per month. Don't fret though, because to go along with this increase in price, the service will also make baseball more exciting. <laughs> Ooh, good investment. So yeah, they're adding like a uh, lightning round after yeah. every three innings yeah. where. Or it's like, like multi multi ball. Yeah, they like kind of like pinball. They start throwing several balls in there, or they just <laughs> yeah. start having steroids required. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, your turn, Josh. Okay. Once again, congressional Democrats have failed to implement a climate plan after Senator Senator Joe Manchin walked away from <laughs> negotiations. No word on where he was walking to, though. Hmm. <laughs> he just had to get some air. This is kind of yeah. an Alex yeah. genre headline. He was walking back to 
Bad person topolis. <laughs> Nobody likes mansion. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, the Twitter app will now make a chirp sound effect will, when you pull down to refresh your feed. Did you guys hear oh about this? My. It makes uh, me try to remember the last time I didn't have my phone on silent. I yeah. was about to say, mine's been on vibrate since about 2013. I don't think my phone's made a sound in 10 years. Probably <laughs> <laughs> okay. true. Yeah, all right, your turn, Josh. Okay. San Francisco's new Tunnel Tops Park is now open to the public, but watch out for chain chomps and piranha plants. Oh, oh. no. no. It just sounded like a video game yeah. level to yeah. me. Yeah, that, Tunnel, Tunnel Tops. Yeah. It's like Go Yoshi's down, Island. Like, yeah. 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 Like ew, 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 ew. terrible tunnel tops. Oh, that was or something. good. That's definitely <laughs> that's that was pretty good. Thank yeah. you. Pretty good. Terrible tunnel tops. That's like a Yoshi's Island level. Right. Or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> New emojis are coming out. Did you guys hear about this? I did. Um, so oh boy, what do we got? We got a shaking head and a mean yeah. goose. Yeah. Or among okay. new emojis. So I have a few. I have a few ideas for new emojis that they should make. Okay. You guys okay. want to hear them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. So uh, we got Pac-Man emoji. So that one would be pretty yeah. easy. Okay. I keep I, I keep finding myself, you know, looking for the Pac-Man yeah, emoji. Yeah, scrolling through. Where is? But it? it's where not is? there. <laughs> for me, it's kind of like a Mandela effect. Like, oh, I could have sworn there was a Pac-Man emoji. Yeah. Which section do you see in? Because yeah. it's like he could you could see him be in like the symbols. Yeah, yeah. Or he could be in like the animals yeah. or the people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is Pac-Man? Yeah. I don't know. Next up, we got a uh, cheese wheel. Cheese That'd be wheel, another kind of easy kind of inclusion. Yeah, is yeah. Really sticking out. No? Nah, just the yellow circle kind of deal. Oh. That yeah. would be kind of similar to the Pac-Man one though, if there was yeah. a wedge taken out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could almost do double duty. That's true. Yeah, on yeah. that, yeah, you could double dip on those ones. <laughs> yeah. Next, we have a uh, yellow button. <laughs> so <laughs> that'd be another kind of. Yeah. Now is Easy. that one gonna have like a uh, white reflection mark in it that's like kind of in the shape of a triangle? Yeah, it could. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd so be because you could like kind of triple dip. Down. Yeah, I'll write that yeah. down. And then la the last one I had was M and M. Ah, but a but yellow. The other one. side of it. <laughs> yellow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening, Apple or whoever makes emojis, I don't know. Okay. Is there like the emoji yeah. committee? Yeah. 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 All right, you're up, Josh. Oh, they're, all, they're actually going to be on stage three. On oh, the emoji <laughs> committee? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, all the band members have the different, like, emoji yeah. names. Yeah. One is called Poop Emoji. That They're on, yeah. like, the... It's called something like the Boost Mobile Hype Stage. Yeah. yeah. It's, for, it's for new up-and-coming yeah, fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of candy, actually, a new lawsuit alleges that Skittles are unfit for human consumption because of titanium dioxide in their coloring. Oh, no. And, and I am suing Skittles for emotional damages after they removed the green apple flavor last year. Oh, no. <laughs> Hard to put a price on yeah. emotional damage. But... They, they took out... They replaced the lime green ones with green apple in 2013. Wow. Everyone else hated it. I actually like the yeah. green apple flavor, and I think it's good and tasty. Yeah. But they switched it back. Now it's lime again, and yeah. I do not like the lime ones. Yeah. Please bring back the green apples. Every every day on every week on trash day, Josh just has this like bag full of green. Skittles. He picks the greens out. Yeah. 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 Them all yeah. In, like the Walmart bag. 
That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Any We got any Wordle players in here? <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Big time. I, had a, I dropped off. Yeah. So due to the popularity of the, was it New York Times? Whatever yeah. game. Wordle is getting turned into a multiplayer board game. But with how popular this little game is, I'm I'm surprised it's not being turned into a summer blockbuster starring The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. I only play Wordle if the person next to me on the plane is playing it. Oh yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, kind of playing it in the head. Now, what what word do you guys like to start with? I've never played it before. I'm a stare guy myself. S T A R E. That's, that's a good, good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, you're up, Josh. Okay. Ted Cruz says the Supreme Court was oh, clearly wrong. They were clearly wrong to legalize gay marriage. Maybe he'll change his tune if the Supreme Court overturns the marriage rights of showed faced turd munchers. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Senator yeah. Ted Cruz. They're coming for him next. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, let's you mean see I can't even have a civil partnership? <laughs> yeah. For a long That's time, showed faced turd munchers could only have yeah. civil unions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's see here. Uh, popular K-pop boy band BTS will soon have content coming to Disney Plus. Finally, um, that's right. Mickey, Goofy, and Donald will finally be able will finally be having misadventures <laughs> alongside Kim Tae Young. Nice. I thought we were gonna get like some BTS, BTS like behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Like, I thought that's yeah. what you were that going would be for. Cool. BTS, yeah. BTS. Yeah. They're probably working on that too. I think BTS seems about due for an animated uh, show. Yeah, they have yeah. like a, there's a graphic novel where they have like powers and stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I gotta look this up now. Yeah. It's called like BTS World or something. I'm pretty sure, and they literally have okay. powers. Yeah, that's so awesome. Great. Yeah. All right, you're up, Josh. Do they command their BTS army? Probably. I don't know. Um, I'm out of headlines. Oh, okay. All right, so I'll just kind of speed through the the rest of the ones that I've got. We got any Lord of the Rings fans in here? Anybody? Boo. Okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Amazon. Just kidding, just kidding. Amazon's Lord of the Rings show. um, So you might be interested in this, Georgia. Amazon's Lord of the Rings show. That's what it's titled, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's called The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Get it right. So Amazon's Lord of the Rings show promises to. Satisfy fans who are wondering what Harry and Voldemort have been up to. <laughs> cool. Also been curious about that. And that's directly from Amazon's, um, I don't know, team or whatever. Blur. The team working on the show, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so that's so, coming along. It. Yeah. That's coming along. It's really promising, guys. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And they said, yep. yeah, we read the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We read them all seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. We read all seven, and even the one based on the play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for those struggling with inflation, um, and I guess gas prices too, I've compiled a few money-saving tips to help you guys out. Okay. Are you guys interested in hearing them? Yeah. yeah sure. And these are kind of like quick tricks, like kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Travel back to the medieval era and invest. <laughs> 
Get through it. Get through it. Travel back to the medieval era and invent steel hundreds of years before it was invented. <laughs> then create the first steel mill and sell your invention to the masses. Okay. Okay. Good idea. And that's all I got. <laughs> that's the only one. That's all I got. That's the only yeah. one. It's the old adage, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My inflation tip would be, you know, um, when you're pumping, really use your whole body weight to yeah, get on the helps. handle. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. A lot of people struggle with inflation, like, you know, at birthday parties. Right. Yeah. Airman mattresses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I got a couple more here. Um, Netflix is now casting for the next season of Stranger Things. This time, they're looking for even uglier people. <laughs> no, every season they they get some heartthrob that gets killed off, so they yeah, need the that next too. one. Though. Some yeah, universally too. beloved character, yeah, um, everyone likes, and then inevitably dies by the end of the season. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Any months and heads here? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Haven't caught up yet. Um, Spoilers. I'm in the there. I'm in the middle of remembering how bad <laughs> season two is. <laughs> Oh, it. It'll be fine. Season two is still better than season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think season two is good. <laughs> and their their original plan was to do like a completely completely different characters every season, if I remember oh. correctly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And so, but people people loved season one so much they decided to just continue on from that. It was originally well, going to be like an out. anthology type thing. Okay, um, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, when it turned out that those five kids had such great chemistry together. Yeah. They had to keep going. Yeah, you can't not. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah, strangely, like, cool. all the next seasons were focused on, like, splitting up the kids so they'd never yeah. are together. <laughs> which, yeah. which season had Steve be the babysitter? Mostly kinda, season three. Two and three, mm. yeah. Yeah, two yeah, and three. Was, well, three was the one with, like, the mall, so, yeah. Yeah, with Maya Hawk, which yeah. saved a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I got one left here. Um. In local news, I'm the only person who doesn't care about Prime Day. Yeah. <laughs> so also, Prime Day is two days, and nobody is nobody cares or is batting an eye. Like, what if, um... I, what if I told you? Oh, it's Tuesday. Okay, actually, Tuesday last Tuesday through Wednesday. Prime days. Yeah, it's crazy. They're like, oh, Prime Day, but it's July 12th through 13th. Like, come on. Okay. I think if it's if you're gonna do something called Prime Day, it has to be on a prime number. Thirteenth, yeah. okay. Twelfth, yeah. yeah. Sorry, not a prime. Can't do it. Or you could do like twelve days of prime or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. My so... uh, my family doesn't recognize. Uh, you don't yeah, observe. You don't, you don't observe yeah. Prime Day. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's I good. I have to rec- recuse myself from online shopping. Yeah. I just noticed we have um, – so everybody's got the stack of cardboard boxes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that the uh, there, we have this Amazon box, and it says on the side, box doubles as last-minute diorama. Hmm. So they're, like, yeah. trying to get okay. cute and funny with it. Don't get cute, Jeffy. But, but like, it's a brown box with black text. I'm just going to glaze over – I'm not going to read it. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. who – Oh no! I need a diorama. Wait a second. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So we're ready to talk about some music. Yes. Oh God. So did everybody? What's the oh God for? 
I have a lot of thoughts on this album. You do? Good. <laughs> I do too. Did everybody listen to it? We yeah. listen. Oh, I listened to it. Did anybody like it? Oh yeah. I liked yeah? it. Okay, Jordan cool. liked it. Cool. Oh boy. I really liked it. Cool. So we're talking about um, this band Tally Hall, this album Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum, which is my favorite album, I guess. I can't think of another one that I like. Not better. to be confused with the Dustin Hoffman, Natalie Portman movie, Mr. Mogorium's Wonder Emporium. Yeah, that's a different yeah, different <laughs> thing. Kinda similar vibe. Did I make that joke on the last end of the last episode? You did. That's Whatever. funny, yeah. Yeah. So um, I've got some this came out in two thousand five. Uh-huh. And was re-released uh, th- just this year, actually. Um, so I've got some background info on the band. Special edition this year. Yeah. So the band, the album came out. Nobody really cared outside of Michigan. Um, and then thanks to, I guess, YouTube. As in so many things in Michigan. Right. Yeah. I guess thanks to YouTube and the internet, um, Tally Hall has kind of had a resurgence of popularity. So they decided to... The band has gone all, all gone their separate ways, but they decided to re-release the album on vinyl with some like bonus tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, so just some inf- just some info on the band. They were uh, formed in Ann Arbor, Michigan, um, which is where Andrew WK also grew up. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Familiar. Yeah. So um, his I presence like... kind of looms large yeah. over the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Andrew WK was like late nineties, two thousand one, and this is. Kind of late '90s. Uh, I don't know. I wonder if they knew each other. I don't know. Was, kind of separate was, circles, probably. Maybe they I went into the same school system. Yeah, or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he, Andrew WK was like the cool older kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still is. I don't know. Andrew WK has been like 35 for like 40 <laughs> years, so I don't know how that quite works out. Yeah. Um, I like so I like to think of Tally it's Hall. Yeah, I like to think of Tally Hall or uh, their music as like an adult version of the Wiggles. Yes, I was I was uh, thinking Wiggles as yeah. well. Um or like kind of like a combination of the Beatles Weezer and Queen. Yep. Yeah, I was definitely Big Weezer vibes too. Weezer vibes, which I yeah. appreciated. I mean one yeah. or one or two of the songs is just so directly inspired by Weezer, I would say. The uh, song Greener in particular, mm-hmm. yeah, was, um, was one of basic could be a Weezer song. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. Um so Beatles Weezer and Queen and um Indeed, their uh, Tally Hall guitarist, Joe Hawley, likes to use a Rickenbacker 620, which John Lennon also often used. Um, the band is made up of five members <laughs> who are distinguished by the color of their neckties. So they kind of have a uniform. Um, I mean, if you listen to Welcome to Tally yeah, Hall, you kind of get the Exactly. So they they describe that in the song, Welcome yeah. to Tally Hall. So the band thought that having a uniform would help them stick out from all the other college bands in Michigan at the time. That's that's why. So they actually performed a... like that? Yeah. Okay. I want to raise a quick point. I yeah. feel like um, something should be said about bands that have an intro song. Like, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, are, what are our thoughts on that? I mean, obviously yeah. you have monkeys with, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Hey, hey, we're yeah. The monkeys. yeah. I mean, Spice right away, Girls. Yeah. Spice Girls has it. Um, Everyone should have one, I think. Everyone yeah. should. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say that Welcome to Tally Hall is probably in my top like replayed songs from the album. It's I like pretty it. good song. It's pretty good. It gives you like me it, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts yeah. Club. It's band. giving Sergeant Peppers. 
It's yeah. key, yes. It is, it is yeah, that. yeah. So I got an interesting fact. Um, the band has been known to work with Disney over the years, um, with the mm-hmm. band as a whole and the individual yeah. members providing music for um, countless, basically, basically every Disney Junior show. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, huh. So that's pretty interesting. And um, the main songwriter, um, singer and songwriter in the band, um, they all did write. All members did writing within within the band, but the main guy who wore uh, he wore the yellow tie is Rob Cantor, who um, did like the Shia LaBeouf song that went viral. Really? Yeah, like a few years ago. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So the band only has two albums. Um, the one we're talking about, um, Quadruple M, I guess, and their 2011 release called Good and Evil. <clears throat> so the album we're talking about today is actually named after a local arcade in Michigan um, that the band members used to go to during their college days. Um, and the name of the band, Tally Hall, is actually derived from the name of a shopping mall in Michigan. So there's a real shopping mall called Tally Hall, and inside of it, there's an arcade called Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. So that's what all the references to like the mini mall and the yeah, mall and exactly. Welcome it's to Tally Hall. Working the carnival. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's makes like sense. The origin story. Right. And like the um, the album art is all like stuff from the like arcade museum yeah, type really place, cool. apparently, in Michigan. Yeah. So this band <clears throat> and this album. <clears throat> has a very intelligent musicality to it. Um, the frequent use of harmonies are great. There's such a wide variety of instruments used. Um, all elements are so smartly and carefully put together, and that stamp of quality and particularly of originality is why I like this music so much and why I picked it. So do we want to just go around and talk about our thoughts um, just from the get-go? I'll go... I'll go um, clockwise on my screen so josh okay um i definitely noticed the uh very intricate detailed production Mm -hmm. overall the quality and execution are very high Mm -hmm. i my thoughts were just that the decision making and the taste yeah were questionable yeah to me not a banana man fan not a Banana Man fan. That music video for that is so uh, disturbing. I haven't the seen Banana that. Man one. I, mean, I haven't seen videos. It. I meant to do that yeah. today. They're all kind of disturbing, actually. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, yeah. I was looking at other albums that came out in 2005, um, and this definitely like slots in mm-hmm. um, to that time period. Okay. You okay. had like Come On Feel the Illinois from Sufjan Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, Arular by MIA, uh, the Decemberists Picaresque came out that year. Guero by Beck came out that year. A lot of like more playful, experimental, mm-hmm. um, kind of um, precocious kind of albums. Yeah, doing a lot, doing a lot of different stuff all together in one mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Um, so it definitely kind of fits in that time. Feels like a yeah. 2005 album. Cool. All right, Georgia. So before I gave them a listen, I could just kind of like looked at their little bio in Spotify, and they're mm. self-described as wonky rock. Yeah. I was like, okay, 
and also noted that they would open for OK. Um, what is it? OK. Computer. OK, go. Oh, oh that's yeah, cool. Okay, go. So and I was like, all right. And I when I listened to the album, I was like, that fits. That would be the those are the only two bands that could ever play on one stage together. <laughs> but um, I loved it. I um, not going to lie. I listened to this when I got accidentally too high one day. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> which made it great because yeah. every song I was like, this is a totally different song now. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, awesome. like the uh, jumping around genres. Yeah. Um, I liked. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little jarring if you're not ready for it, mm-hmm. but like um, Greener is great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Banana Man, I thought was the, was a weird one. Yeah. Uh, Just Apathy is great. Mm-hmm. I really liked, I got like Fountain of Wayne vibes from Two Wolf. Yeah. About Mary yeah. Jane Ashley. Yeah. Um, Can really we come back to that one. song later though? Because that, <laughs> that's a doozy. It's, you don't like that one? I liked it. Yeah. You cool. liked it. I liked it. It's a good song. I like it. So I maybe we can just it. talk about it now. It's, it's, it's creepy. It's, it's creepy. How is it creepy? That's part of it. I think, it, I think part of it is like they know that it's they, that it's yeah. trying to be creepy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think it needs like there's songs like Weezer has songs like that too where it's like knowingly that. creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think the thing with Weezer is like it includes a healthy amount of self-loathing, self-loathing yeah. too. Yeah, but I didn't reverse. quite get that with Twoov. Fair enough. Yeah, no, and it made me wonder if they were actually talking about Mary Kate and Ashley, or if it was just they're using them as an example for oh, yeah. being in love with two girls. Hmm. Um, haiku is interesting. I tried to figure yeah. out if every line was a haiku. It almost is. Yeah, every um, line is slightly off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's hard to write down right. Yeah. Um, and then, ruler of everything was good. And then, okay. So like, I'm on this point in the album from our first listen through, mm-hmm. and then the bonus tracks come yeah. on, and we have Mother Blucka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna kind of say, don't worry about listening to the bonus tracks, <laughs> because Hidden in the Sand is a good ending. Uh huh. And then. Mucka Blucka is kind of like another funny, like silly song. Right. That's just like chickens singing. Yeah. yeah and then, I mean, it's what chickens would sing, probably. Yeah. And then Dream is just kind of like an interlude or something. But if yeah. I had to pick one song to like listen to often, it'd be it'd be Greener. But yeah, that's a good one. How about you, Riley? Uh, this album's great. I listen to it. Uh, Pretty much almost daily that's awesome yeah i listen um, to it almost every day or a few songs at least from it yeah um yeah um some of the songs are um they're okay yeah um, I'm, a, I'm a banana man stan oh yeah <laughs> um, yeah. yeah i thought it was pretty good i've never yeah. heard the bonus tracks yeah yeah um I, if i had to pick a favorite i think ruler of everything is the one i listen to most yeah and i just on on Spotify, Ruler of Everything has 33 million plays. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. But there are definitely ones that I skip. There are some skippers, I would say, that are yeah. still good. But um, I typically end up skipping Taken for a Ride. Mm-hmm. Um, that one just kind of has a repetitive robot voice. Yeah, it's voice. too repetitive for me. But like the last part of the song, it, it gets to be pretty good. But I just typically yeah. end up skipping and then 
the bidding, um, I was surprised because that was a clip from that song was like a popular TikTok audio this past year. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. And then um, last week, I think it was last week we were talking about like the surprise bluegrass songs. Oh, and yeah. Track, yeah. Yeah, track oh. six is definitely yeah. a surprise yeah. bluegrass song. song. Yeah. No, like when I one. got that song, I had this flashback and also going with these guys' harmonies. Mm-hmm. It made me think of this one band and I still don't remember what they're called. Maybe mm-hmm. I have a CD right here, actually. Yellow yes, Tag Mondays. No. Yep. I knew Yellow what you were going to say. Farewell Drifters. The farewell Drifters. Yeah. Farewell Drifters, yeah. baby. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was awesome. like, wait a minute. Which I should probably listen to that again. I listened to that CD a lot. It's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Josh gave that to me. It's good. But um, yeah, their harmonies were very, very impressive. Are they are any of them related? No, they're all they're no, all okay. unrelated. But and, um, um yeah. It gave me, there were definitely some songs that gave me, like, you know, barbershop vibes. Like, they did yeah. four-part harmonies. They have good harmonies, you know? definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I read one description of them as a precocious barbershop quartet backed by the raconteurs, which I thought was pretty <laughs> yeah, accurate. Yeah, that's pretty clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're too obscure to have the Apple Music description, at least on this album. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a title music description. You guys want to hear that? Sure. Sure. Um, this is for the album. The debut album from the quirky Michigan-based Tally Hall, Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum, features the band's rambunctious, playfully literate, and often surreal pop. Centered on the four songwriting talents of Rob Cantor, Ross Fetterman, Joe Hawley, and Andrew Horowitz, Tally Hall often comes off as a precocious barbershop quartet backed by the rock and tours. In that sense, while the album does evoke such 60s album touchstones as The Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's, The Beach Boys' Smile, and the Kinks, the Village Green Preservation Society. Primarily, it is a modern mix of humorous Baroque pop, sincere singer-songwriter moments, deceptively slick garage rock, and even some ironic rap. With that in mind, fans of such similarly-minded alt-rock satirists and stylistic omnivores as the Bare Naked Ladies and They Might Be Giants should find much to appreciate here. To these ends, it's immediately clear why the leadoff cut Good Day won the 2004 John Lennon Scholarship Competition as it's a melodically catchy and sparklingly head heady combination of psychedelic rock meets the buggles. Hmm. Similarly, such cuts as the power pop inflected greener and Twoo a somewhat creepy jokey ode to the Olsen twins <laughs> make a legitimate bid for the Weezer end of modern rock radio. Throw in a few dewy eyed adult alternative ballads like Cantor's apathy that draw well-deserved comparisons to Ben folds five. And you have the, makings of thoroughly listenable mainstream pop album that said a large part of the tally hall experience is a defiantly conceptual utterly theatrical screwball and more often than not epic brand of british music hall inspired pop that may not be everyone's cup of tea however for those who connect with the band's off-kilter sense of humor and ambitious glee club rock um, (laughs) the album may just be the type of place they want to return to time and again i thought that was a pretty good description of it I think yeah. we can just end right now. That pretty much sums it up <laughs> right there. Also, I yeah. love how they talked about started talking about British and then immediately threw in a cup of tea. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That was a real tongue twister yeah. too. Whoever, a lot of yeah. Yeah. words. Whoever wrote that definitely deserves a raise in the title yeah. department. Maybe that, Kanye himself that, wrote it. it. No, it was written by um, 
That description was from Matt Collar. Oh, the okay. album review says it came from TiVo. <coughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Which I don't know why yeah. the TV company has an yeah, album review, but whatever. They got to huh. change with the times, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, uh, so I think that the first song, uh, which is that Good Day, which uh, won a, some kind of John Lennon scholarship thing. Yeah, um, about, yeah, yeah, does a great job of introducing you to what you can expect for the rest of the songs, which is really. Do you want to play a, a piece of it? I, I will. Yeah, I will. Do you want to uh, play any of these? Yeah. Yeah, I will here in a second. Um, and kind of introducing you to what you can expect is the, really the only job that a first track has, in my opinion. Um, the musical variety present in the first track is represented throughout the album. So um, rock, pop, folk, hip hop. Um, they're blended together in a fashion clearly inspired uh, to me by the mid-song uh, clean breaks of genre invented by the Beatles on the Sgt. Pepper's album. Mm-hmm. Um, this album is, like Georgia said, really an evolution to that Sgt. Pepper's formula that was uh, created by the Beatles and then pretty much abandoned. Um, <laughs> this idea that this idea that through the advent of recording te- technology, uh, you could create this world of instruments that would be either impossible in the physical world, or at the very least require a recording studio the size of a football field. Right. Um, I've heard of this type of music referred to as baroque pop. Um, which that review so mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, means, if it ain't Baroque. Yeah. Don't <laughs> so that kind of means uh, pop music performed by a classical era-esque selection of instruments. Um, mm-hmm. Aside from a few select albums from the Beatles and the Beach Boys, this is kind of an obscure genre of music. Um, there's also the um, Panic at the Disco, Nine in the Afternoon, mm-hmm. which is like... Uh, um, this album is like what that's trying to be, I think. Um, I, I just like that song. Yeah. Uh, the first, the so the first examples of this um, Baroque pop approach were found with recording studio, studio recording studios in the 1950s, um, just having a harpsichord laying around simply because that was a popular instrument in the 1940s. <laughs> so there are a few early examples of songs where they just threw a harpsichord onto it just because that's what they had in the studio. Well, that's so, like Vampire Weekend right there. Yeah, just, Vampire let's Weekend. Let's have a harpsichord yeah. on, it, on yeah, this pop exactly. song. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'll play Was a portion it? of the first song here. I'm wondering why Virgin? Vampire Weekend doesn't have an introductory song. We yeah. are Vampire Weekend. Yeah. Um, come on. <laughs> I feel like that's overdue. Yeah. I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. This is from the first song. Mm-hmm. Good day. So here we have just piano and that barbershop quartet. And then it's gonna kind of abruptly transition to like a full rock band. Yeah. And then just acoustic guitar. Some interesting stereo effects there too. Yeah. So facing this, from left to right. Yeah. So this um big the big contrast that's that's the bread and butter of Baroque pop. So it, it kind of feels as if you're walking through a carnival or an arcade or something and hearing all the different or attractions one after another. Museum yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hearing all the a marvelous one at that. Yeah. <laughs> hearing all the different um, attractions one after another as you walk past. Uh-huh. 
The use of random sound effects and vocal effects throughout the album also sells this effect. Um, so the Beatles love to make music like this. Um, so I'm going to play a clip of a song from that Sgt. Pepper's album. Day in the Life? No, actually. That's, a, that's, a, that's another good example, though. So if you listen to this song, just listen to the first part of it. Rita? Is this lovely yeah. Rita? Yeah. I could see how so you can listen to uh, the connection. Yeah. yeah. So here, pretty shortly, you'll notice a, a pretty harsh transition. There's that random kazoo sound effect. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. So this melody also, Tally Hall has very strong Beatles-esque melodies, I would say. Mm -hmm. You can draw a direct line. Yeah. Between the albums. Yeah. And then I'll play that um, nine in the afternoon, and you'll you'll very quickly no, see. No, we yes. don't need to hear it. We don't. <laughs> don't, don't need to hear it. Okay, okay. I will go to bat for know. that album. Pretty odd. It's yeah. a good one. I wish they had kept with that style. I know. Uh, right? They pretty much abandoned that right away. Yeah. So you can see this is basically like a Tally Hall B side. <laughs> Stop it pretty soon. See, like his voice just works in this context. Yeah. But in like I a agree. normal pop song, it just I makes agree. me cringe. Yeah. Um,. So other than Tally Hall, this approach is pretty underrepresented in modern music. I could I could find a few sparse examples. One is um, this uh, Drake Bell album, It's Only Time, is oh, yeah. it's entirely <laughs> yeah. um, composed in this Baroque pop style, which is interesting That's and pretty so cool. So I'll, I'll play a clip, just a real brief clip from that. So really, this is just uh, Alex's Music 101 intro to Baroque yeah. pop course. <laughs> so you start off with that sound effect, and then there's a pretty harsh transition here. This is the song that I was thinking of, actually. <laughs> this is a good song. I haven't listened to this in a long time. You have brass in the background. Mm-hmm. harmonies as well mm -hmm. yeah very some whistling going yeah, on very tally hall inspired um mm -hmm. it's as if this style is treating every instrument as a character that kind of barges in through the door and has something to say before leaving to make way for other sounds yeah um so Kool-Aid man style exactly yeah, it's kind of Kool-Aid Man. It's a procession of yeah. procession of Kool-Aid men barging through walls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a pretty um, obscure genre characterized by deeply layered and lavish arrangements. Um, and I invite you guys to try and think of examples that represent this style. Um, I think in many ways, um, <laughs> Vampire Weekends is like Tally Hall, but ten years after they did everything better already. I'm just kidding, Jordan. They're yassified Tally Hall, let's yeah. be honest. You guys did remind me, there's this Vampire Weekend song. Uh, it's the harpsichord. Here, let me see if I can find it. Oh, um... This Our... one. This one's a good example of it, I think. So here, you 
you hear the heavy yeah, use of yeah. harpsichord. Uh-huh. Well, harpsichord has no place in a rock band, but they just... Does because it? of this genre, they just work together. I just always felt like Vampire Weekend does whatever they kind of wanted to do. Yeah. They didn't really ascribe to any anything. Yeah. I don't well, know. it's kind I of really it's like kind of they're community. kind of like a college preppy like style, and I could definitely see that with um. There's like, this Tally thing Hall. That they happens. like loosen the tie a little bit. Haha. -ha. Yeah. <laughs> loosen the multicolored no, ties. This, there's this thing that happens when you have a bunch of musicians who are just really kind of next level talented all in a room where uh there is a lot of risk taking, but they mm -hmm. aren't scared to. <clears throat> player things they aren't scared wow. to use different yeah um, instruments that you wouldn't think of or use really weird melodies or just things like that and i get that yeah. vibe from like Kelly hall yeah and vampire weekend and yeah you know it's, wow, it just makes it more interesting to listen to yeah well that's very eloquent georgia thank you um and by the way i looked at the uh like the um what's it called where uh, I guess the, the liner notes where it shows all the different people who played instruments yeah, on this album. Like and there's, the like, credits. the main five, but then there's, like, so many of just the random, like, there's the banjo player, obviously. Right. Who I, I assume just their is college it, friends. It, what's his name? It's uh, nah, it's not him. I looked it up. It's somebody <laughs> named, like, Joe or something. I looked it up. It's not him. Not Ezra. I need, yeah, okay. It's not our boy. Yeah. Yeah. So I have this theory that... Um, in order to create something fun or um, entertaining, you first have to create a fun toy, basically. So when you're a kid, the parts of a toy that excite you or are fun to you are the little details that make the toy more realistic. So if you had a play kitchen, uh, it might excite you and be cool if the knobs on the stove made a little clicking noise as you turn them. Or, or if you if, had a, a Spider-Man action figure that had every joint. Extremely posable. Exactly. <laughs> Extremely posable joint. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Or like at my work, we have these play apples where you can pretend cut them in half and they Velcro back together. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Um, so you as a you as a consumer of entertainment and it should be clarified, Alex, that you work with children. I work. Also. I'm a teacher. Yes. <laughs> I'm a teacher of very young children. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't like work at a tech startup or something. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. He don't works work. at Apple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we as um, consumers of entertainment and as people having fun, people wanting to have fun, want to escape from reality, but you want fantasy to be relatable. You want mm -hmm. you want a toy like reflection of reality. Um, and this is why a game design. This is why I'm a game designer, and this is this approach is present in the things that I like. Mm -hmm. um, this idea that this world can exist where creation is impossibly vast yet impossibly relatable. Um, this approach is here in Marvin's marvelous mechanical museum with genres and instruments super superimposed against each other and overlapping like refrigerator magnets or like toys in a toy chest um the lyrical content of this music seems as varied as its instrumentation a few tracks seem to be just simple love songs there are a few really silly songs there are also songs with some really heavy subject matter um spring in a storm seems to be about nature and our place in it um 
there's this spoken word section um, in which this Mr. Moon character, when asked by children where we go when we die, replies that um, we return to wherever we were before we were. I, I just oh, think that's spooky. a really cool... That's a really cool um, just idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the song Be Born is actually about... Um, like a baby being born, which I didn't realize right away. Oh, so uh, like the song "Closing Time" by the Sunny Sonics. I guess if that's <laughs> also that about about being born, born. yeah. <laughs> um, I, mm, I appreciate supposedly that. listen to the lyrics. You'll okay, you'll okay, see it. Okay. I think it's just about yeah. <laughs> about a bar closing. So there's this lyric: um, "All you pink skin babes are the same," which is actually about babies. Um, mm. Mm. And it's that surprise bluegrass song. It also has a great violin solo in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ruler of Everything is my favorite song on the album. Uh, another one that seems to be directly inspired by the Beatles. So the song makes use of an instrument called the Mellotron, which was an, kind of an mm. early synthesizer. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'll play that here. Familiar with the Mellotron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can play it. Used a lot on yes. Radiohead's OK Computer as well. There you go. So, if you know what to listen listen for, you'll hear the Mellotron um, here when the song comes in. Um, uh, the Beatles love to use this instrument, most notably in their song Strawberry Fields. If you want to know what a Mellotron sounds like, it's the very first sound in Strawberry Fields. They're also using the Ocean Man voice effect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of in the background. I really like the drumming in this. Oh yeah, the great—they have a great drummer. I mean, this just sounds very Beatles to me. Yeah. It's Beatles and Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Weezer. Weedles. Weasel. Yeah, exactly. Weedles. Did you eat your Weedles this morning? <laughs> the Beatles kind of, um, they kind of invented this thing where you do like the um, match the piano hits and the drum hits together. Um, so the lyrics of this song are about time being this unstoppable force, the power of everything else in nature paling in comparison to time. The song says mm. mechanical hands are the ruler of everything, meaning the hands of the clock. Uh, um, old that old bastard father time exactly in the so in, in the entire song the lower voice uh effect is this character of time who will always end up being the ruler of everything so there's like a normal person singing and then there's like time itself singing too um the last track of the album is hidden in the sand which is very it's a very simple song but it's Another one of my favorites, it, uh, I'll play it here. Um, kind of interesting lyrics, too. And it, it has a very strong melody, which, to me, seems directly inspired by this, uh, this song, If I Fell, by the Beatles. So I'm gonna play that next. This is uh, 
Fallout soundtrack core. Yeah. Well, they got yeah they got the um like the radio filter applied. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. very barbershop quartet too. So I'll play this. Um, so not this intro part, but when the verse comes in. It seems to me directly inspired. We'll see what you guys think. Okay, yeah, I see it. You know what I mean? What album is this from? This is from, like, Hard Day's Night, I think. One of their early ones. Okay. Yeah. So I that really like this song. that's a good one. So that um, we were playing in the sand, and uh, if I fell in love, that's kind of like yeah. the same melody but uh, compressed. So like we were, I don't know. It's very very similar. <laughs> um, the very last portion of "Hidden in the Sand" has a recording of a voice played backwards. And when played forwards, oh boy. that's also another thing the Beatles love to do. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> uh, and when played forwards, it says, wouldn't the world be better off if we took nonsense more seriously? Which is quite obviously a thesis statement from the album. Hmm. Um, Sounds like an Oscar Wilde quote. Yeah, well, the voice saying it is actually the titular Marvin from Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum who owned and operated the arcade. There you go. Um, I was wondering if the part in the very, um, I think it's Tally Hall. Yeah. Is like, Welcome to Marvelous, Welcome Marvelous to... Mechanical Museum. Yeah. Like, coast to coast like butter and toast. That's also him. Yeah. 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 I wondered from if that was like room from to school room or something. From breadline to headline. Yeah. Another place in the continuous, continuous United States, something, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's also him. Uh, and he sadly passed away in 2017. But the museum is still around. So if you liked this music, I encourage you to check out uh, the group's second album, Good and Evil. Um, they also kind of unofficially have a third album um, called Hawaii Part 2 uh, under the band name uh, Mir Miracal Musical. Miracle Musical. So it's a side project by one of the members that ended up including contributions from the other band members so love it people were when that people, happens yeah people kind of <laughs> refer to it as like the third of the trilogy so that's what i got nice great, great very uh, interesting album i am shocked that i had never heard of these guys until know, you right? mentioned them i know right i yeah. they'll they'll be on rotation yeah for me awesome that's so, great, great to hear suggestion cool very good all right well, this concludes our album series music mm -hmm. appreciation I, what did you guys series. think of the the series as a whole should we do this maybe we could do this again uh, in the future in the future yeah, pretty good because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i pretty good there's definitely more ground we could cover and we may have less yeah. to here okay um thinking and thinking okay um, uh, uh, uh okay. so give me an adjective <laughs> give me I a need, verb somebody i need a place and a food <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay so george is gone so 
Okay, she's back. <laughs> Whew, okay. So yeah, I mean, what else? What else is? What else is there to say? We got so next week is our hundredth episode. Yeah, so you stay tuned. It'll definitely be something unique and special, and not just us riffing with no concept. Yeah, yeah. definitely not that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks It'll for listening. Be... Yeah. And Get ready. Class dismissed. Yep. <laughs>